Welcome back to Cinema Q. I am still India. And I'm Ian. Uh, I'm Ian. I'm still Ian over here, man. I, I looked in the mirror this morning and I definitely saw Ian. You look like me, but you are definitely someone else. I am well, Ian, everyone. I'm confused. And we actually do have a special guest here and it is not two of me. Because that would not be special. <laughs> they look so similar. But yeah, we have our good friend with us, Mr. Charleston. Chad Austin Kerr, everyone. Welcome to Cinema Q, where we chat all things film and faith through our lens of storytellers and as a creative married duo. I'm Ian McHugh, filmmaker, actor, and writer with over 10 years in the industry. And I'm India, photographer and actress. Together we discuss the art of filmmaking and review what we're watching, all to discover what should go next in your Cinema Q. Let's do it. Let's go. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Um, no offense to any of you, but he is probably our mo- most faithful listener. So uh, that's some pressure to catch yeah. up. I have listened to every episode. If you're a top fan, you too just might get on this episode. No, but Chad also is a film professional. I don't know if you want to give a quick synopsis about who you are. Oh, uh, yeah. So I have done um, quite a bit of a lot of different things in the film industry. But uh, right now I, I started my uh, own production company, last year uh in 2022 um i do like commercial work and stuff but the the goal is definitely to be writer director um in the film industry but yeah enough about me let's talk about movies let's talk about (laughs) movies no chad you're super talented and you guys have worked on set a number of times absolutely i know you guys just saw live source a couple episodes ago and he was actually my first assistant assistant director on that and so I, I trust him in that position. I mean, out of anyone that I love being beside on set, it is definitely Chad here. So super thanks for uh, being on our podcast here, being on Cinema Q, and hopefully you will help us educate the people on what they should queue up next. Yeah, yes. Thanks, yes. Go. So this episode is another kernel, and we want to clarify that kernels are non-spoiler previews of shows or movies that we think you should watch and or shouldn't or should not and we are going to start clarifying at the end of a kernel whether or not we're going to do a full episode so if it has enough depth and enough to talk about you might see a full episode coming up about it and you'll just have to stay tuned to the end of each kernel to find that out the kernel might pop if you will okay you're on the podcast buttered (laughs) and salted extra salt but you know, sometimes you get you get your bowl of popcorn at the end. There's still some kernels left on pop because they just didn't deserve to didn't to, have enough to, to be consumed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this will be a non-spoiler kernel on the film. Chad, the Book of Eli. Wah, wah, wah. Have you heard of the Book of Eli? I had not, y'all. I just watched this for the first time yesterday. It is so good. It is one of the best movies in the past like decade or so i think well it came out in like 2010 yeah 2010 so yeah it's it's so well done it's awesome and i'm super excited to talk about it so i'm assuming that you're going to tell people to put it on their oh there's yeah there's yeah absolutely if yeah there has it has to be on your cinema queue if it's not then you're probably doing something wrong with your life absolutely i mean honestly i was i was shocked i was shocked at how much i enjoyed it but here's the log line again we're not going to spoil in this episode so if you have seen it if you haven't doesn't matter this uh movie the book of eli is a post-apocalyptic tale in which 
a lone man fights his way across America in order to protect a sacred book that holds the secrets to saving humankind. Dun, dun, dun. I wish I had the piano right now to play that one note. Oh, the music, oh, music is beautiful. We're not talking about that in our review necessarily, but uh, yeah. Um, so on this kernel, we're actually going to just go over our kind of five points that we typically do at the end of a full length episode. So we don't spoil things and let you know whether you should queue it up or not. So uh, do you guys want to jump into that? Let's do it. Yeah. Cool. All right, Chad, I think we're going to start with you on cinematography. What are your thoughts on cinematography and can you give me your score out of 10? Yeah. So, I mean, this is going to be really easy scoring for me because everything's getting a 10 out of 10 because I just, <laughs> I'm just a super fanboy about this movie, but the cinematography is amazing. There's a couple oneers in it that are just awesome, like complete scenes that are shot to look like it's one camera rolling through the whole time. Um, the imagery is just beautiful. The landscaping, everything. It definitely feels post-apocalyptic, and that's what they're going for, and just everything about it. These filmmakers crafted it beautifully, and yeah, I, I love it a ton. Okay, I agree with some of those one shots. There was some really like amazing moments with the camera, but I also was going to say the camera never felt super present, which I think is a good thing with cinematography. Like you never want it to feel like, oh, there's a camera here. But also because of that, there wasn't too, too many things that stood out to me cinematography mm -hmm. wise. The wonders weren't standing out to you. They did, but I was gonna say, I didn't really, really notice until like maybe two times I could pick out of that film that I was like, that was an amazing shot. So I did put it as like a nine out of 10 for cinematography, but it is still really, really great. Cool. Yeah, um, still an A. Still an I, A. <laughs> uh, I actually ranked mine probably a little lower than I should have, but I'm trying to think overall filmmaking. And this one is hard to digest because the coloring is different. Like it, it feels very different. And I think it's intentional. I think I love how they do it. Um, I ranked it a 7.9. Um, I've seen more, I, I've seen camera work before make me feel a little bit more of the emotion that the characters were feeling. I felt like this cinematography invited us to just kind of watch from the outside what was going on in the story. Like you said, it was invisible. Um, but every once in a while, I think that the camera could have been a little more intimate to help me feel what they were feeling. Um, but overall, I loved it. The winners were incredible. I wish I was that good of a cinematographer. So um, 7.9 might be a little low, but I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I do think there's something about the lighting that felt very 2010. Um, it almost has a cross-dissolved sepia color to it. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. That's also just kind of like of the era when I think about action films in that time. But it doesn't bother me, but it, do it doesn't look like it was made in 2023, if that makes sense. So like if we remade it, I feel like the color choices and the lighting might be different. Some things felt yeah, a little... I don't, I don't know necessarily about that because the color, it, it resembles the world that mm -hmm. is completely a wasteland now. The and sun the journey has burnt that he... everything. So that's kind of why you get that sepia yeah. color. Yeah, it's like, because it's there's purposeful. No there's no life. Everything's gray and dull and brown and yeah. just like... There's just no life to it whatsoever. Well, no spoilers. No spoilers. To not spoil the point you're about to say is the coloring does feel intentional because mm -hmm. it follows his journey and is, and is appropriate for where he's at in his journey. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I think that is a cool little uh, yeah. little tidbit that they intentionally do. Um, after you finish the film, if you go back and start watching from the beginning, you can start to see... See the change. Some differences. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. All so, right. Next point would be acting. 
How do we feel? So actors, I, it's not a spoil at all to say Denzel Washington, Mila Kunis, and what's his? Gary Oldman. And I am just going to say that I didn't know who Denzel Washington looked like. Who, who like I, I didn't know. And we're like 30 minutes into this film. And I looked over at Ian and I had like, I was about to say, man, like, so did this guy ever get in anything else after this? And then I said something and he was like, Denzel's so good, isn't he? And I was like, that's Denzel Washington. He's great. Oh, Sorry, man. Denzel. That's my yeah, first time you, seeing you. You gotta watch a lot more Denzel Washington movies, or just a lot more. Like, I'm highly unqualified. As an actress, I know. Like he's one of the best. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely worth looking into is some Denzel Washington roles. Yes. Yeah. So, Chad, what was your scoring on acting here? Um, something about this film was there aren't a ton of characters, um, so we got to kind of hone in and focus on a couple of them. Uh, so, w- what do you give a score on that? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, everything's gonna be ten. But here's why, because I think this is probably my favorite Gary Oldman role that I've seen him in. He's done a lot of stuff, but this was one that's always stuck in the back of my head um, when I think about him. And uh, also, without spoilers, there's a lot of intentional little details that the actors do. And it's so awesome. Like rewatching it the second time is when you really get to pick up on these things and you don't realize it until afterwards. And I think that's really awesome that the actors are able to not just do, you know, lines and like, but actually all the little subtleties that make their character who they are. And I I think it's really, really awesome. Yeah. I put acting as 8.5 and I don't really have a reason why. I think... Sometimes when I think about dramatic roles or acting, I guess, is like I'm waiting for that like moment where they like really pull on the emotional heartstring. And maybe it's just because I'm not used to like this kind of a post-apocalyptic genre, but they all did an amazing job. There's nothing that I'm like sitting here going, that was poor acting. But I just think, yeah, maybe a little more of something, maybe like a random uh, monologue or something that maybe had more drama to it is what I would Want, but they all did an exceptional job and seeing the subtleties like you mentioned really helps the performance not feel forced because it felt very natural the whole way through. Mm-hmm. I I ranked it as a 9.4. I changed it a little higher uh, right before we did this um, because I everything felt honest for the situations that they were in. I was just like, and, and then again, if you watch it a second time through, I'm just like, wow, I love, like you You can find new things every time. And I, I, like when we get into depth, I might talk about that a little more, but I just loved the nat- naturalness, naturality of the characters, of like their their growth, the way that they behave, the little things that they did. Um, Denzel's one of my favorites. So I just I just love seeing him in, in what is a softly dynamic role, I mm-hmm. think is a good way to put it. Um, so yeah, that's mine. Um, on, moving on to the next, I want to do family friendly next, and I want to ask Chad why he ranked that a ten out of ten of family friendly, and <laughs> ask if everything's a ten. Everything is a ten. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, obviously, this film is rated R, so there is uh, definitely violence. There's definitely foul language. Um, I think there's a little bit of nudity, um, but it's it's one of these things where. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, how like how did you experience this film? Because you mentioned you watched it as a kid. Yeah, I did. I did watch this as a kid. I think when the movie came out, 
Well, I was probably 13. So I wasn't, I was 13 is probably a decent age that I would say you could watch this movie. But um, I would say that this, you know, as a parent, I'm not a parent yet, but I would think as a parent, you know, you have to be intentional about what you expose your kids to. You know, there's lots of different uh, materials, there's content out there that they're going to get access to and you have to, you have to struggle with whole like monitoring it and trying to figure out like what they're watching and stuff. But if you actually take the time to sit down with material like this and actually watch it together, it opens the door for conversation because this movie shows what the world is like and your kids are going to get exposed to the world, whether you like it or not. And I think this movie is a great opportunity for you as parents and for as a family to really sit down watch this together and then discuss it afterwards uh, obviously not with your five-year-old but maybe you know preteen, teen like that age group it's definitely worth talking about yeah i agree i think i think scaling a little younger um you know just precaution because of the like violence is hard it was a little hard for me to watch at times but nothing was like you know, something I've never seen before. Um, I said 6.8 as far as thinking of all ages of kids, like it's not for little kids and stuff. But because we are cinema cute and we talk about the gospel a lot on this show and kind of tie into faith with film, um, especially if that's something that you and your family are into, I think that's totally up the alley of like thinking of young men who are middle school and early high school who want to create, like they crave kind of action shows with some violence and some of that anyway, this would be the perfect one to kind of bridge that gap of, of you've got extreme violence on this end. And then you've got like the Avengers on this end. Here's something in the middle that really helps start a great conversation and add some of the like elements of, of faith and real life and action in there too. Yeah. Uh, so I wrote mine a 5.2 and I put it just right in the middle because I think this is one that parents like you are, or adults or anyone that you want to show to uh, pop, like discern whether it's good or not. Um, I encourage people to watch this film multiple times anyways. So since I ranked it right in the middle at a 5.2, I'd say just like watch it yourself, discern for yourself because it's right in that like middle gap of I think it's okay, but some other people may not um, for certain ages. And so uh, watch it and then uh, make a judgment for yourself. I think it's okay for that age group. You guys are talking about about that, like preteen, early teen years. Um, but it's always worth the like. I don't think you will regret watching it again. So go ahead, give it a look, uh, make a judgment call for yourself. But I think it's a fifty-fifty shot that. Um, I, I'd say don't do it front of the age of maybe twelve, ten. Um, but yeah, that's your call. So. So good though. Um, very, very good. So let's go into depth and then overall. So depth. Chad. Go back down <laughs> to the end of the table. Yeah. So um, with in, in regards to depth, um, I'm not really sure what that all entails in regards to like the podcast or what depth really means. What it means to you. As soon as I, I just listed 10 on everything because I just love this movie and I knew it was going to be 10 whether, whether it is or not. Well, but, um, <laughs> what I would say, like, there is going to be a poppage of a kernel, if I can say that right yes. now. So that means the there's a lot of depth. There's a lot of stuff popping. to talk about. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, depth is just but... our way of saying, of differentiating something from like a sitcom to 
a drama, like to say like, hey, you can expect something light and not a ton of thinking or not a lot of brain power with like a four oh, rating. Yeah. Of, yeah, definitely. Have so it's, this is not new so girl gonna, yeah. and this it's is not friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I also think depth uh, is about like the invitation of conversation and like dissecting the film and talking about it after the film with the people that you watched it with. And I think this one invites that a lot. So I think you're ranking it a 10. Yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely appropriate because immediately once the film was over, we just sat and talked about it. Yeah. yeah. Like we wanted to just <laughs> press play on the podcast recording now. Like, let's do it now <laughs> yeah. because we're yeah. going to talk about all and, the points. And there's before. some films that, you know, it's over and it's like, okay, cool movie. And then you just move on. And there is not a lot of depth and things to try to like, try to understand the mind of the the directors and the writers and the actors and how that is. So yeah, I think that's an appropriate rating. Um, and that's kind yeah. of a little more on what depth is for us. I said 9.5 for depth because you can go into quite a lot and we will because the kernel will be popping. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about it. Like much. I, okay. One more thing. I was not expecting to enjoy it or have as much to think about as I did. It's not your kind of go-to film, um, but I, I was like, India, trust me. Uh, I don't always curl up and watch an action <laughs> post-apocalyptic yeah. Denzel Who movie. Denzel Who. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is painful because he's one of my favorites of all time. But um, no, that's great. I, I give it a 9.7 for everything we just talked about. Yeah. So overall, uh, what are we thinking? Are you saying 11 out of 10? No, 2.5. <laughs> um, that's kind of what I'm, what I'm landing at right now. I felt like I added, I think everything was too high. So I just kind of got to go. Got to humble it down. <laughs> yeah, overall, 2.5 yeah. out of 10. I but went. Yeah, no, a 10 out of 10, obviously. Yeah, 10 out of 10 for Chad. Uh, I Chad said, wait, Chad, would you put this in your top 10 movies of all time? It's actually not. but Because I, uh, I just opened up my top 10 favorite movies. Wow. And I saw that it wasn't on there. And I was like, man, I might have to go back and rethink rethink through my well, list. On your drive back to Cleveland, you have a lot uh, to think about. That's something they really comp- contemplate, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. So, India, what'd you do? I said 9.5. I really did enjoy it a lot more than I thought I was going to. And like Ian said, my go-tos are like rom-coms or dramas or drum-coms, if you will. Um, but yeah, this was this was very well done. Yeah, I give it a 9.5 as well. I mean, it makes it in my top 10 of movies. Uh, and nice. it is like that is as high of a rating as I think I've given. And there are very few films that will go higher than that. So Dang. top 10 for me, I've loved it since it came out. I did book projects on it. I did writing projects on it. I did film projects on it in college. Like it was it was my go to film and I would dissect it. And oh, I love it. So uh Highly recommend. I think that average is somewhere around like a 9.75-ish for... Where it should um, go in your cinema queue. Yeah. So please... You did video projects on this thing. Are we going to be able to see some of this material? Because I would very much like to see Um, I think the only video project I did, (laughs) and I don't know if I'll be able to find it, was I took the film and created my own trailer from it. Okay, we definitely Please. have to see. I have no idea. That needs to be the opening yeah. of this video yeah. or this video I, YouTube. I there's no way I have that hard drive still. <laughs> it's probably on a the desktop of three laptops ago. So I, I wish I could. Um, if I had time, I would do it again. But this was like right when I was first starting film, and it was like, yeah, make your own trailer. Maybe we'll I just make it. our own a new one. Let's do yeah. it. So, So, yeah, if you have not seen The Book of Eli, watch it and then come back here for our full popped kernel, our full episode on it where we will spoil things. So make sure you've seen it um, because we want to dissect the whole film for all that it's worth. So go and watch The Book of Eli. And then join us in for the next episode where we fully go through and we will still have Chad Austin Kerr here to dissect it with us. 
Thanks guys for joining and we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>